This is Jeff. This is Brett. And we're just talking about Star Wars all the time on the Skywalk. What's up, Moof Milkers? Welcome to episode 124 of The Skywalk. In this episode, we'll be talking about a lot of Star Wars stuff, including but not limited to the new Bad Batch trailer and the casting of Kenobi. What? But before we do, social meteors. This is where the good Moof Milkers can find us on social media. On Apple Podcasts, search for The Skywalk. Sky as in sky. Walk as in the thing you cook in, spelled W-O-K. Because we be making a sizzle. Subscribe there. And please leave us a review. Spotify, same deal. The Skywalk. Three words. Disgracebook. Facebook.com slash The Skywalk. Stay away from Facebook. It's crap. Twitter, at The Skywalk. Instagram, The Skywalk. And Jeffrey, tell us about Potomatic. Well, listeners... As always, we give it to you smooth and aromatic. It's Star Wars or Coffee.potomatic.com. What do we give them, Jeff? <laughs> we give it to them smooth <laughs> and aromatic. <laughs> uh, and all the other social media platforms Stitcher, Podbean, Amazon, Google something, Radio something. Jeffrey, before we get started with the meat of the episode, Waititi Watch. Jeff, as always, we like to update the Move Milkers on the activity of Taika Waititi, who we know is being tapped to co-write and direct a Star Wars film. Wait, wait, Brett. Yeah. What is what is he doing? What is he getting down to? Um, right now he's just love and thundering. Somewhere in the in the southern hemisphere, actually. <laughs> Australia, Jeff. I meant Australia by that. Wait, doesn't the water swim upstream in that in that uh direction? Yeah, I think the toilets flush backwards. I have it on yeah. good authority. From a reliable source. (laughs) Jeffrey, we have so many news nuggets today (laughs) that I can't wait to get into. Jeff, I want to say something for the Moof Milkers benefit. All right, right, right. let's do it. Moof Milkers, bear with us today. As you you probably realized, Jeff and I- We've got the funnies. We've got so much going on lately that we have not been able to record frequently enough to keep the rust off. This is what happens. You know, this is like Mando's re-entry onto that, uh, you know, entering the atmosphere of the fish planet. Jeff, there's so much Star Wars news to talk about. What's funny is like, I feel like we went through a stretch where there was so little news that we didn't feel at all compelled to record anything. And now there's almost too much to talk about. Mm. So we're going to go through some news nuggets. And Jeff, as always, tell me if you're dipping it or flipping it. Oh, yeah. I got my sauces ready. They're all set out. You're, you're what ready? I, I, did I say something weird? I heard sausage. No, no, man. <laughs> I've got my sauces. Oh, see, this is what when I talk to you, I gotta enunciate. Right. I have my sauces ready. <laughs> sauces. Oh, okay. Ready. Get it. I get it. Sauces. Okay, maybe we could remind the move milkers. <laughs> so, what's the top end of your your sauce scale? Barbecue. Barbecue. It's, it's hands down. All right, mm-hmm. Jeff. First news nugget. All right. Disney Plus additions to the Star Wars catalog. Recently added. Recently added, Jeff were some old school, I think they're calling it Vintage Star Wars. The Vintage Mm. Star Wars collection. It includes the two Ewok movies. 
Oh, yeah. Battle for Endor. I'm dipping that. And Caravan Dip- of Courage. Dipping it already? So dipping that. Oh, yeah. So dipping that. Also includes the Ewok cartoon. Also includes Jendi Tartakovsky, if I'm saying his name right. The original Clone Wars micro series, Jeff. Yes. Dipping that as well. So I'm flipping, I'm flipping the Ewok cartoon. Okay. Because it, it might be a little dated. I know right. the, well, I know the holiday special is dated. Right. But like, I feel like you can watch the Endor movies at any time. Yes. Jeff, my one complaint, if the Ewok cartoon is there, mm. where is droids? Now, I enjoy droids way more than the Ewok. That's what I'm talking about. And Jeff, I want to say, if you've gone okay. back and watched those anytime in the recent past, okay. there is so much from the sequel trilogy that, <laughs> I mean, dude, there are shots. You, you could trace it onto a frame of Ray in Jakku in The Force Awakens. No way. I mean, it's like a perfect overlay. Okay. So anyway, right. yeah, man, if you're going to give us the Ewok cartoon, where's droids? I don't know. I just don't understand. Yeah, Jeff, I'll be hitting up the uh, the Clone Wars micro series first. Absolutely. That, I mean, I'm so happy that's up there. You know, Brett, this could be the only thing where I decide to double dip. Wait, Jeff, so, so what's the sauce on this one? This is one where I would take the chicken nugget. Mm-hmm. And I would dip the crust very lightly, mm-hmm. ever so slightly, into the hot sauce. Yeah. But quickly take it out, right? De- yeah. Delicately, but quickly take it out. And then put, and, and then dip, and then dip the nugget into the barbecue sauce. Jeff, I think, I, I think we need a parental warning on this episode. But let that sit. Yeah. I would let that sit and marinate for a little bit. It, you know, make sure get I get can complete coverage, and then bring that out. Jeff, this is getting this is getting pretty pretty hot and heavy. I, I feel like this might be the first PG thirteen Skywalk we've ever had. What are you talking about? No, no, no. <laughs> see, see, it's it's hot because it's hot sauce. Oh, okay, all right. But yeah. it's heavy because you let you let it sit mm. on the barbecue sauce for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. You slowly slowly take that dip out. There was a lot of detail there, Jeff. A lot of detail. Oh, yes. Moving on to our next news right. nugget. That that okay. that nugget is so dunked. Jeff, do you remember the game Republic Commando? Yes, I do. Bunch of clone troopers and sort of a shoot 'em up type of uh So, here here's the problem. Yeah. I played that game mm-hmm. in like maybe 40 minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. It okay. was quick, bro. Too quick. Yeah. Anticlimactic, you might say. <laughs> yeah, basically. So <laughs> let's just say I, I didn't get a chance. It, it was over so fast. I didn't even get a chance to enjoy it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I don't understand. Hmm. Like, but I figured there would be a ton of missions. Right. So then when I actually played the game, I'm like, there's only like five missions and that's it. Mm-hmm. And you're done. Yeah. My question to you. So, well, I didn't even finish telling the move milkers what was going on here, Jeff. So, oh, so yeah. <laughs> Republic Commando is coming to PS4 and Nintendo Switch on April 5th, which is uh, maybe today or yesterday, depending on when you're listening to this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be available for another generation of gamers to play. I never mm-hmm. played it the first time, Jeff, but you're kind of talking me out of wanting to play this version. It's not even worth it. I think if there's one thing that sort of put me off the first time around when I saw footage of the game is that it wasn't mm-hmm. that varied. You know, I mean, the whole thing about Star Wars is going to different places, colorful Exploring. places. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. If yeah. you want to play Call of Duty, play Call of Duty. Right. 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 Um, Jeff, next news nugget. I know this Here one's very exciting for both of us. Here we the go. The Andor series. Dipping it. As in Cassian Andor. As yeah. in Diego Luna. That's... 
Dude, that spicy honey mustard right there. Is currently filming. Filming is underway, Jeff. That's what I'm talking about. I think now yes. we might have touched on this once on the show, mm. but that out of all the announcements that they made back in December about yep. upcoming movies and shows or whatever, mm -hmm. that probably had me the most excited, mainly because of how they were talking about it being just like a movie. And you know, Jeff, you know, like my biggest thing is the art of books, right? <laughs> so it's like, if you're making a show and you know, the Mandalorian has an art of book too. So yeah, it does. It sounded almost up a notch from that, like the impression mm -hmm. they gave, and maybe this is just marketing speak or whatever, and they're trying to get people excited, but the actors who talked about it and the people involved, the talent involved talking about it made it sound like on another level cinematically. Mm. You know, they're okay. like, there yeah. are gigantic sets and we're doing, and you know, and there's like a bunch of people and extras. They yep. showed a little bit of like, here's a glimpse of Diego Luna on set, but you couldn't mm -hmm. really see much, but yeah. you got that feel, right? That they're treating this like a movie. Now, somebody posted online, uh -oh. courtesy of our friends at Fanthatrax, right. aerial photos of the set of Andor. Now- okay. I don't like to see a lot of that sort of thing because I like to be surprised. I tried not to look too much. All I will say is that the pictures look very much like what something you would see in Rogue One. And wow. I mean, it makes sense. He's a character from Rogue One. I think it's the same director of photography, Jeff. Interesting. And I think he also may have done The Mandalorian as well. Okay. So it's going to look cool. And I'm pretty excited about that, Jeff. It's really happening. You know what? So this, it's giving me, for some reason, it's giving me Blade Runner vibes. Oh, yeah? I don't know why. So, like, I, I just, I like the the detail that they're putting into the set. Jeff, so you're but, looking at the pics, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah? I, I, no, just one. I, I only just see one? one pic. The picture I'm seeing, it, it looks like um, like looking down the street. It's a it's a hard, rough city kind of thing. Oh. But it's futuristic. So you're seeing something I haven't seen. Dude, it looks awesome. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I I have very high expectations for this series. Yeah. They're showing us what they can come up with without having to have a whole bunch of Jedi. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like I don't need any trilogy people up in this piece. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like and and I I totally agree. And in part because the people that we we should see are villains and gangsters and spies and bounty yeah. hunters. And Jeff, you know the big thing, right, with Diego Luna? You know what his big obsession is? He's dying to touch Jabba. He is on record in many, many an interview oh, really? <laughs> of how badly he wants to see Jabba the Hutt and touch him. Wow. So, okay. like, how can that not happen here? If you're Diego Luna, aren't you like... All right, I, Th I want my in clause. my contract, yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. contractually obligated to include Jabba the Hutt in this show. But honestly, <laughs> dude, why wouldn't he be in there, right? I mean, the character of Cassian- I don't see why not. Is going around trying to dig up intel from the darkest parts of the galaxy. Well, and plus, how cool would it be, dude, if we found out that Cassian Endor was actually another character? Oh, you mean like someone- disguised someone who moonlights as somebody else oh is it jeff it sounds like you're flirting with a prediction here i'm just saying <laughs> i'm just saying or a guarantee this is more of like a possibility thing. okay i, I don't right, think it's right. actually going to happen if i understand you correctly what yeah. you're saying is like could he be someone we've seen before in um maybe a helmeted character right 
right. that we didn't know was actually casting it. Yes. Oh, that's really good, Jeff. Oh, that's good. I would love that. You remember how you talked about how you were always interested in discovering the stories behind yeah. uh, random characters that are in the show? Yep. This, like this could be one of those things. Right, right. But even even if it's not, it's still going to be awesome. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Jeff, speaking of series going oh. into production. Yeah, it's, okay. We got a bombshell last nope, week. Nope, I'm flipping it. We got... <laughs> Before you even say it. Really, Jeff? <laughs> yeah, I'm Jeff, flipping this is it, a, man. Oh, man, you're pre-flipping the biggest I'm topic of this episode. Yes, wow. I'm pre-flipping. All right, all right. Well, let me let me explain to the move milk right. what this is all about. <laughs> And then you can uh, flip that nugget off into oblivion. Okay. <laughs> Jeff, last week it was revealed the cast of the Obi-Wan Disney Plus series. So 12 different actors were revealed, some of which this includes the ones that we already knew about, right? Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. Hayden Christensen as Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader. Give a dog a bone. We don't know, you know, which one he'll be more of in the show, right? Um, right. Oh, by the way, it is confirmed to be taking place roughly 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. Oh, really? Yeah. We also have Joel Edgerton and Bonnie Pice. Pice out. Oh, Piesi. Piesi? Dude, you don't know. I love how you said that with 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 feigned authority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was terrific. <laughs> so uh, Joel Edgerton and her okay right. are playing Uncle. <laughs> That's terrible. Pre-toasted Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, as for the rest of the cast, Jeff, we have mm-hmm. no idea who they're going to play. Some of the names, some of the more recognizable names. All right, let me let me take a look at the photo. Um, Kumail Nanjiani, hilarious comedian. Yeah. Another known name, Jeff. Do you know who this is? O'Shea Jackson Jr. Oh, dude, I know who it is now. Okay. I know who it is. Yeah. Ice Cube. Yep. His son. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's going to be in it. He's uh, he's in Godzilla King of Monsters, which is not the new one that came out. The oh, one before. really? Yeah. It's a terrible movie. He was okay. Who, um, who was he in that? Uh, just background soldier number six. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, right. Jeff, this guy right here, Sun Kang. Oh, yeah. Fast and Furious. Uh, Fast and Furious, right? Yep. Um, don't know any of the other ones. Rupert Friend, that name sounded familiar. Indira Varma. I've seen her before too. Moses Ingram. And Benny Safty is, I believe, the same of the, the Safty Brothers fame. Safty Brothers being the makers of Uncut Gems, starring Adam Sandler and My Boy Not Yours, Kevin Garnett. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. So that's interesting too. Now, Jeff. What I'd like us to do is try to figure out who we think these people might be playing. Yeah. Now, I have a first prediction to kind of kick us off, okay? All right. Kumil Nanjani, I think he's going to be a droid because... Interesting. Yeah, that would work. Usually, when we get that type of actor slash comedian, they end Mm. up voicing a droid. And I can't think of any funnier person to be a droid in the Star Wars universe than Kumail Nanjiani. <laughs> By the way, Jeff. Okay. He guest starred in one of the best episodes of the X-Files of all time. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Kumail Nanjiani is like a huge X-Files freak. And so he, you know, like he <laughs> okay. found his way into. So I don't know if you remember a few years ago, they did like two new seasons of the X-Files. Yeah. Very much a mixed bag. 
couple of really brilliant episodes and then a bunch of stinkers. But yeah. one of the, the probably the best or second best out of those two seasons was the episode he was in. So I encourage anybody. That's my recommendation for today, Jeff. Hey, now. Go check out Kumail's episode of The X-Files. So anyway, any other predictions, Jeff, for who these people might play? Who do you think uh, Cube Jr. is going to play, Jeff? And remember, hmm. not all of these people will be humanoid. Well, I think he might be a soldier, though. Yeah. Um, I think Simone, is is that the one on the bottom? Simone Kessel. Oh, yeah, I didn't mention her. Her name is Kessel, Jeff. I mean, come on. she's Her last name's Kessel, Jeff. She's a shoe-in. Like, wow. <laughs> I was going to say she could be a Jedi. Uh, okay, so, Jeff, here's my next question for you. Mm-hmm. Are any of these people going to be playing Duchess Satine? And Because uh, I think one is. Ooh. I'm thinking... Really? I'm thinking... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold Indira on. Indira Varma. Dude, and she's kind of got the look. Duchess Satine. Just based on based on this headshot, mm-hmm. I think she's gonna play Duchess Satine. And but here's dude, what she's I don't 47 know. years old, man. 47. That's okay. That's perfect. She's a duchess, dude. Right. She's all not right, a princess right. in waiting, you know? Okay. I feel all like right. she has to be roughly the same age as Obi-Wan. So I think that would make sense. Now, she would be dead by then. Well, that's that was the, that was my other point. So why would she even be in it? Flashbacks? Nah. I'm just looking at it through the lens of like if you're if you're in the creative team making this show and you have an affinity as almost everyone does universally for Clone Wars era prequel era Obi-Wan. Don't you want to get Duchess Satine in there somehow? Even if and and Jeff, think about Rogue One, okay? Yeah. Rogue One has a couple of flashbacks, right? Jin Erso, actually, the the whole beginning of the movie is a flashback, right? Yes, it is. Because then you jump that ahead to to Jin's adulthood, right? Yeah. Then later, Jin, you know, she's falling asleep and having dreams of when they lived on Coruscant when she was a kid. I don't know. I feel I feel like that would jive with this show, Jeff. And plus, don't forget, dude, Obi Wan is alone. See, here's the thing, man. Like, Obi Wan doesn't really have attachments, man. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. Doesn't he? <laughs> Doesn't he? Yeah, Jeff. Speaking of that, the intrigue. I just finished reading. Okay. Uh, my second High Republic book, Into the Dark. All right. And it was fantastic. Absolutely loved it. Not going to talk wait, about wait, it I, here. You, but you already made your recommendation, Brett. I know, I know, I know. So, but but, but I'm, I'm bringing this one up, Jeff, for a totally different reason. I won't okay. officially recommend it, recommend right. it, but read between the lines. Um, okay. <laughs> a big theme of that book, Jeff. Yeah. is sort of, I don't want to give anything away, but some of the Jedi, right? So you're in an era of, of hundreds. They're still figuring it out. Kind at of least hundreds of Jedi. Yeah, and yeah. some of them are having some questions about the whole no attachments thing. Right. <laughs> because they're realizing like, look, this this person who I, I've spent years with died. Yeah. Am I not yeah. supposed to feel anything? And then there are times when somebody's around somebody else and they start developing some feelings for them. Hey, now. And they're like, wait, should I not be feeling this? And they are. And it's undeniable. And so I think I think that in the current era mm. of Star Wars storytelling, this is a theme that is on the minds of the people at Lucasfilm. It, it was a theme of the prequels, Jeff. Yes, it was. Anakin was attached to his mom. He was attached to his wife. Wait, attached to his older wife. His older older okay. wife that, uh, like that only casting could make less creepy I, just, I don't understand how that jeff to anyone in denial of whether or not that's kind of weird 
Oh. Just watch it with your kid and find out. Like, dude, it was it was kind of weird. Watching <laughs> it with my kid, she's just like, wait a how, sec. How did you explain that? I was, like, I, I was going to ask you that. Yeah. Did, did, you, did you ever explain it to her? I don't remember how I explained it. I just remember that it came up and she's just basically like, wasn't she playing peekaboo with him in the last movie? <laughs> and now they're on the same level, you know, romantically. Like, what's going on? Now, granted, okay, Jeff, in their defense... <laughs> In Attack of the Clones, <laughs> they're having their log cabin period of the film. <laughs> right, 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 right. Right, and things are starting to get a little, you know, sparks are starting to fly or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she did convey a little bit of like, eh, something's not right here, you know. <laughs> the only problem is she never verbalized what it was. She didn't say okay. it's because of the age. Yeah. She was more like, oh, wait, but you guys aren't supposed to have attachments, right? <laughs> and she's like, then again, your hand is an attachment. No, I don't know. Right, 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 so, right. Anyways, it's like, well, if they're only holding hands with with his robotic hands and they're not really touching each it's other, it's not right? really a person, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, but then again, Jeff, in the Last mm-hmm. Jedi, when Luke disappears, mm-hmm. the hand goes with him. <laughs> I just, you are I, I killing totally, me, I, dude! You're killing I me. I totally knew that. I, I I knew that that would kill you, Jeff. Okay, so I think I think in Dear wow, wait, wait, wait! This changes everything. Okay, yeah. <laughs> this changes everything. Right. Well, so does that mean it's part of him? That's so the, the Luke's robotic hand. Dude, they should have shown that. Right. Why would? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! But Jeff, you just blew my mind. On the flip you just side, blew my mind. How come you didn't mention this when we when we saw last year? I don't know because and it was a big joke after too. I think like Mark Hamill might have addressed it like wait where's my hand and it's like <laughs> but then imagine right you have this climactic emotional scene with twin and then you see this hand drop and the john williams score <laughs> crescendoing and then you hear like clink <laughs> oh dude they totally should have done that they should I don't, I don't understand comedic opportunity then the the caretaker fish nuns come up and find the hand yeah and then and they like, roll their eyes and sigh like ah, oh, he never cleans up after himself yeah, and, the, and then they like <laughs> they just chuck it behind yeah, them yeah exactly no they, they totally put it in a basket and dispose of it okay. later yeah okay they recycle when the men come in on the ships do you oh know about gosh. that deleted scenes last jedi recommend it oops jeffrey Yikes. Uh, overall, I know you have some <laughs> thoughts. Oh, I will tell you this. I'm excited about seeing who Benny Safdie might play. Um, sure. And by the way, got to love the diversity of this cast. Mm. Uh, much, much better. I, I think The Mandalorian made great strides in diversity. And mm-hmm. I think this takes it even another level. Oh, yeah. Def- definitely. definitely. Uh, but depending. Uh, we have to see, you know, if like only like five of these white people are in lead roles and everybody else is like background, then we're back to square one. But I don't, well, I don't and, think that's going to happen. Here's the thing. How many of the people that are in this cast are they are rebels? How many in the, in the cast are Empire? Yeah. And how many are from the third faction? Ooh. Which is what? Scum and villainy. <laughs> yeah, Jeff. Okay. Right? Because here's the thing. Obi-Wan at this point should be knee deep in scum and villainy. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like he's, he's hiding out on Tatooine, which is like the scum of the scuzz bucket mm-hmm. earth. Like our half of the episode is going to be Obi-Wan fending off raiders yeah. who are trying to like break into his little hut and steal his 4K TV. Basically, like I think I don't know. I think we're getting- how how many how many get off my lawn moments will there be? <laughs> right, right. And, and not only that, but he's how how mad is Obi Wan going to be that he's like you know what I used to do all this stuff and now all I'm doing is kicking rocks 
and farming moisture. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. okay, <laughs> Jeff. So let's take that thought uh -huh. and 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 dig in a little more because I do think there's a lot of room in this show. Oh, and what I was gonna yeah. what I was gonna say a couple minutes ago. Think about the director, Deborah yeah. Chow. Amazing. Hey, right? now her yeah. two episodes of The Mandalorian were so incredibly good. Awesome. Um, I think she was hands down the best director. Yep. And despite our beloved Taika Waititi being one of them. Well, no. And I, Filoni's pretty good. Filoni was pretty good. So John, I don't know. John Favreau's yeah, you know. episode is amazing. I think it's my favorite one. But <laughs> Every, Deb Chow. Dude, dude, they were all good. The thing about Deb Chow is mm. she got the personal moments. They were so good. She brought the gravity. Yep. And those sort of ponderous reflective moments. Mm -hmm, and so that's mm -hmm. what I think. I have joked about this before that Obi-Wan's on Tatooine playing solitaire, but <laughs> right. there is room for that. Like, I do actually want some of that. I want yeah. some reflective Obi-Wan. No, dude, they need to be realistic. Like, come on. He's down there. He's clearly going to be bored out of his mind. Right. And who's who's playing the voice of Yoda? Right. Um, He's supposed to be talking to Yoda this whole time. That's true. Will he be? Right. Will He's he still be? doing long distance phone calls. Or do they not, Jeff? Is because are those calls traceable? Oh, please. Are they concerned? Yes. <laughs> right. That like maybe a dark side presence could pick up on that. Are they social distancing to well, a new degree it, as Jedi? Yeah. But, you know, the way the, the way Yoda talks about it, mm -hmm. the, the people on the dark side, they have no clue. Yeah, that's because true. They don't even understand that it's possible to become one with the force. Yeah. Like they don't, they don't even get that part. Right. But think about Anakin. Anakin right. is much closer. He grew up in the light side of the force. And according to Clone Wars, he knows about it. Right. So, so he knows, he knows it's possible. So, so that's the thing. So maybe they are, I, I believe, right. But here's my thing. He yep. knows, but I don't think Palpatine does. Mm. I think he kept it to himself the whole time. Ooh, good point. I agree. I agree. So, so I think. All right, go ahead. I think there's a lot of reflection happening. I think a lot of may possibilities. maybe he's thinking about some past mistakes or not yes. even mistakes. I mean, the whole Satine thing, right? Yeah. Just past loss, you know? And especially, I know they did it did in the comics, but I want them to show the moment that he finds out. Because um, he already knows that Anakin turned bad, but I don't think they, I don't think he realizes that Anakin is Vader. Right. That's a good point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, I want to see that moment. Yep. Like, dude, that's going to be awesome. And the thing about the emotional parts and the reflective parts, Jeff, is that the, yeah. a, a good director, like in right. good writing, you take those moments to show what's motivating them in the now. Right. 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 So you reflect on some past mistake. Good direction. Or like what you could have done differently. And then you apply mm -hmm. that to what's happening now. So I really think that's how it's going to be. They, they've never shown the pain on his face. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you were my brother or, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, right. You know. right. In that one moment. Right. But then there's a lot of room to grieve in the yeah. years after. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, that'll be interesting, I, Jeff, too. Do we get like uh, a montage of like, so 10 years have gone by, yeah. but do we get a sort of like, here's what he's been doing for 10 years or right, do we just jump right. into the 10, 10 years later point? I don't know. I don't know. I will say this. I, I think that he did the best acting of um, Revenge of the Sith. Oh, yeah. Attack of the Clones yeah. and Revenge of the Sith, he was carrying the movie. Totally agree. Totally agree. So, Jeff, I think, you know, he'll carry this show. So, Jeff, uh, on the whole, okay, are you still flipping this entire endeavor? Yep. Of I'm an flipping all of it. And you want to know why? <laughs> yeah. So th this one, this this one, I'm flipping like that game of um, uh, paper football. 
Okay. You know how you, you, you fold the little thing into a triangle yeah, and, and you flick, flick it, it through your friends. Yeah, that's how I'm flipping fingers. this. Okay. Yep. Yep. All right. So I'm, fl- I'm flipping it just like that. And the reason why yeah. is because I will believe it when I see it. Mm. Dude, like th- we've been waiting so long for this. Yeah. Come on. But Jeff, are you still doubting that this is going to happen? Yes. Really? I'm still doubting. Okay. Well, here, here's my thing. I don't yeah. doubt this is happening now. Okay. I agree with you. I, I think on the surface, the whole concept is a mistake. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I do think that this is all, this really is fan driven. It's like okay. fans love Obi-Wan, but I'm not, yeah. that, I'm not saying that as a criticism mm-hmm. because I'm really, ha- I really, here, speaking here's a fan, speaking of fan driven. Yeah. You're going to have to tell me your thoughts on the Snyder cut, bro. Okay. Okay. We'll hold, we'll hold that. I don't have thoughts on that, but any, but anyway, right. the, <laughs> the, um, <laughs> here, here's the thing. What I wish this was, was the continuing adventures of Obi-Wan. Not the direct relation to the prequel and original trilogy Obi-Wan. So what I mean is like, I don't think it's a good idea to revisit the relationship between Obi-Wan and Anakin. They've said they're going to have them face off again and that it's going to be like epic or whatever. And I don't want to see that either. I do want to see Obi-Wan at this age, at this stage in his life, but I kind of want it to just be unrelated adventures. Does that make sense? Okay, I got you. That's what I would have wanted to see. So I can't fault them for bringing him back. I've complained about how we never got to see Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher and Billy D. Williams in the 90s, which I still wish we had gotten, right? So I can't complain that we're now we're getting that with Obi-Wan. That's great. I just wish it didn't have to tie into the saga so much. Yeah. I, I just, I still say leave it alone. But, see, but you once, know, but once we get over that, Jeff, yeah, and we will, I'm confident we will. <laughs> once we get over that, I think we're probably going to enjoy the show, and I think it's in really good hands again with Deb Chow. Mm. So I'm excited, Jeff. Our last news nugget. All right, here we go. We got a new trailer last week for the Bad Batch. Finally, now Jeff, we have famously been very negative on the Bad Batch as a thing. I didn't enjoy them in the Clone Wars. I, I'm still not feeling it now, but you know, it's I'm I have I do have hope. I do have hope. I do have hope as well because the trailer looked so good. Jeff, the new trailer is so cinematic. Like everything, the scale looks better. I think we've seen with their animation over time. You know, if you watch the Clone Wars from season one all the way through the end, the animation just improved exponentially. The animation of Rebels was incredible. Um, you know, the last season, the revival of the Clone Wars, that season looked better than any before it. And it was like more on a cinematic scale. Like it really did feel like a movie, especially that last four episode arc of the season. And the Bad Batch trailer looks like that trend is continuing. I mean, it just looks awesome. And what I really love about it is what we talked about earlier that we're not so jazzed about with the Republic Commando game. It seems like Bad Batch does have some really fantastic locations, you know. It's got some yes. very prequel era looking planets. It's just got a lot of color to it. So I think uh I think it's gonna be good, Jeffrey. And we got a lot of uh a lot of cameos in the trailer. So we already knew Fennec Shand would be in this show. Yeah. And Jeff in the trailer is a quick shot of I guess middle age Sagarera. Really? So, yeah, if you remember, Saw Gerrera was young in the Clone Wars. Uh, and there's, I think it's a two-episode arc with him and his sister. His sister dies, which, you know, is 
cool, terrible, and sad, but it's cool because it kind of develops who he who, who he becomes as a character. And then, of course, in Rogue One, he's older and at the end of his life. But so this is like sort of somewhere in between. Um, so he he appears in the show, which also makes a lot of sense. I think he should. And so I'm excited about that, too. Okay. Um, and the show launches, Jeffrey, on Star Wars Day, May 4th. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm waiting for. Do I assume then, Jeff, that you are dipping this nugget now? Um, I am dipping it, but in one of my lower end sauces. <laughs> lower end sauces. Yes. That sounds like a brand that you just don't want to buy. Low end sauce. Yeah. <laughs> lower end sauces available at 7-Eleven near you. Yes, they are. Yeah. Jeff, I'm just, you know, I'm excited that there's so much to look forward to in Star Wars mm-hmm. now. But Brett, you, you didn't let me explain which sauce I was going to put. Oh, I'm sorry. In. What low end sauce are you dipping it in, Jeff? So so it's not just any low end sauce. Right. So I'm dip, I'm dipping this in the, the French's mustard that you receive in the packets. Oh, okay. Straight up mustard. So it's not honey mustard. Nope. It's not honey. It's not honey. It's not spicy. Mm-hmm. It's just straight up mustard. And it's the cheap kind. It, it's it's like uh, when you get that bat, it's, it, you get a Happy Meal and there's like 10 packets of mustard in there. So it's a th- you're, you're saying it's a throwaway. It's, it's a throwaway. Yeah. Like you keep it if you're desperate. But you use it if you have to. Like right. in, end of the world, you know. Yeah. Everyone has a has a contagious disease kind of thing. That's kind oh, of where second. we're at that's right now, now Jeff. I that's kind of that so, right. Right. Yeah. Break glass in case of emergency. Okay, exactly. we'll take the bat batch. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I think I think I'm about with you. Yeah. I, I think yeah. maybe I'm letting myself get a little more excited than I thought. You get, you get a little too high. I need I need I need you to be level headed. Yeah, that's Jeff. That's always our Skywalk recommendation: lower your expectations, <laughs> up the alcohol intake. Before hey, you there take, we go. Before there you we take go. on an iffy prospect <laughs> like the Bad Batch. Yeah. Jeff, I have one last question for you. All right. Is the Lando series even real? <laughs> it's a figment of your imagination. Jeff, they announced like 15 things at that yeah, investor call. Yeah. And like the one thing on my mind is like, I don't buy it. No. So it, that's one of those things where they would like for it to happen. Mm-hmm. But once you get the people who... Um, are famous and in, involved, you realize, oh, wait a second. No, we can't do this. Yeah, like so we, it's, it's like, can they keep Donald Glover on the line? Yeah. Because I don't think so. Here's the thing, Jeff. That dude just signed a deal. You know how, like, all of these, like, the big creators, J.J. Abrams, they're, yeah. they're basically shopping themselves to, to these different Netflix, um, streaming Hulu, services. Right. Yeah. And so they're like, which one of y'all wants to buy my next 10 years of creativity mm-hmm. or, f- or five years, whatever it is. Okay. Donald Glover did that, I believe with Amazon just recently. Really? I thought he would do like FX or something. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, but that, and that's what I'm saying. I mean, dude, these, these guys are Tom Bradying. They're mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know me yeah, from this, <laughs> but I will go there. You know, if you if you make me a good deal, a good offer, so it doesn't mean he can't do something with Disney Plus. So, so it's not the contract that will keep him from making the Lando show, Mm -hmm. but it's the amount of work that he's on the hook for. You know that that he's committing to, and I think it's going to be harder and harder for Disney to you know for Lucasfilms, I should say. Well, and there's only certain people that apparently Disney is willing to back up the dump truck. Of mm-hmm. cash for well see i think he'd be one of them the brinks truck but you also have to come up with a good idea like mm-hmm. i i think you know he's the type of person that i think has the creative integrity to be like look don't come at me with just 
we want more Lando because people like you, you know, <laughs> like come to me with a concept, you know, yeah. and he's got to be sold. I'm not confident that they're going to do that. And not that they can't, but they've got, you know, it's just, I'm sorry, Jeff. I'm just skeptical. Yeah. Worried. Yeah. little worried. little worried. Flags going up. Flag on the play. All right, Jeffrey, that's all we got today. Do you have any recommendations before we peace out? Here's the thing. I definitely recommend those indoor movies. Oh, the indoor movies. So you want to go with uh, with um, Wilford Brimley? Battle and, for uh, Endor. Yep. Caravan. What was it? Caravan something? Caravan of Courage. Caravan of Courage. Yeah. yeah. I'm almost afraid to watch them, Jeff. I have these <laughs> memories of being a kid, right? Like I equate those movies with like Return to Oz and Labyrinth and those okay, kind of movies. Okay, I got you. I got you. kind of like I was too young See, not to be totally freaked out. But here's the thing. The thing with those movies, if, if you need to watch them like every five years so uh, that they, they age properly. They age better in your mind. Yeah. I see. Otherwise, because you're right. Otherwise, they won't. They right. Won't. I'm going back cold turkey and it yeah, might you, be. If you, if you if it's been too long, you just kind of just need to leave the memory there. Oh, maybe <laughs> yeah. I should. So the Clone Wars micro series. What are yes. they even? Did you, did you, can you imagine the marketing meetings at Disney? Like, what do we call this? Vintage Star Wars micro series. <laughs> <laughs> and, and by the way, the fact that they're calling it vintage, mm-hmm. does that make us vintage, Brett? Dude, it makes... I mean, we, we're vintage, Jeff. We just age like fine wine. But okay. these shows, right. when you call something vintage, Jeff, that's like giving <laughs> yourself a nickname. Like, it yeah. doesn't work that way. Nope. Right? Nope. You can't label your own stuff as vintage. Mm-mm. That's very uncool. It's, it's like calling something legendary. Right. Yourself. Right. Which, you know, the companies do. You know, mm-hmm. like, oh, this iconic thing. And it's like, what? It came out five months ago. It's not iconic. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I sound like my dad. That's his biggest pet peeve. <laughs> Jeffrey, that's all we got for today. Get off my lawn. Get off Obi's lawn. So here's the thing. My recommendation. Yeah. If if Obi-Wan actually becomes a TV series, mm-hmm. I will recommend it. Okay. <laughs> all right, Jeff. Uh, to counter your recommendation, I will say okay. if Lando ever becomes a TV series, I recommend it. There we go. Hello. What have we here? This is Jeff. This is Brett. And we're... And we have been, and we always will, talk about Star Wars all the time on on the the Skywalk. Yeah, we we got better as it went on.